Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Morning show, Carson Pearson, y'all. The Lord will make a way. You got your front page right here. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. You got your front page right here, Maria. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Friday headlines. So Donald Trump has been indicted on criminal charges for his role in paying hush money to porn star Stormy Daniels to keep silent about an alleged affair. Trump denies the affair and is now the first U.S. president to face criminal charges. He is expected to turn himself in for arraignment in Manhattan on Tuesday. Now, we'll have Bakari Sellers on the show later today to discuss the implications of the charges. In other news, Ricky, a federal judge in Texas has issued a ruling that prevents the Biden administration from requiring insurance companies to provide patients with free screenings for serious diseases. I'm talking cancer, diabetes and heart disease. The ruling is a nationwide injunction and takes effect immediately. Now, sources in the insurance industry told The New York Times that insurers are unlikely to make immediate changes to their plans without notice. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is expected to appeal the decision. Lastly, homebuyers saw another week of falling mortgage rates, with the average rate dropping last week for the third week in a row, according to data from Freddie Mac released on Thursday. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 6.32 percent in the week ending March 30th, down from 6.42 percent the week before. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, NCAA March Madness Final Four kicks off this weekend, starting tomorrow, the men's men. We got San Diego State, Florida, Atlantic University, Miami, and UConn. That's going to be going down in Houston, Texas. On the women's side, LSU, Virginia Tech, and then what some say could be the championship before the championship, South Carolina and Iowa. This game, y'all may want to circle this one right here, man. 7 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Central tomorrow night. It's going to be a barnstormer, as they say out there in the country, man. Uh, Steph Curry, Rick Dogg, and Under Armour extended their contract with each other. Potentially a lifetime agreement equivalent to what Michael Jordan did with Nike. Steph is also named president of the Curry brand of products with Under Armour. The deal could end up being worth more than what he's made in his entire NBA career. Over $300 million. That's what I'm talking about right there, Steph. Getting it. Last but not least, Alabama Crimson Tide freshman superstar Brandon Miller, one of the best players in college hoops this year, will be entering the NBA draft. Uh, He had a scary moment off the court when um, he brought ex-teammate Darius Miles his gun with the night that it was allegedly used to kill Jamia Harris. Miller was not charged with the crime, but Miles and his friend, 20-year-old Michael Davis, uh, was the one that actually accused of pulling the trigger. And both are facing uh, capital murder charges. But Brandon Miller 
is uh, about to get ready to head to the NBA. Quick sports support right there. Gary with the T. What's up there, big dog? All right, y'all. TLC singer Chili out there saying, baby, this girl is not afraid to, honey, to put out her relationship publicly. She said that she wants to get hitched to Boy Meets World star Mr. Matthew Lawrence. Yes, she said she's ready. Now, they're saying that Chili was um, at um, Thursday at LAX Apple, and they're saying when the phot- photographers went around her and asked her questions, honey, if she and Matthew were tired or not in the future, and she boldly told them, she said, I hope so. Now, they're saying, y'all, that TMZ broke the story that Chili and Matthew officially, y'all, started dating right before Thanksgiving. And then, y'all, they spent the holidays together in Atlanta, where he definitely, y'all, met her family. And they're saying that she also met his family. And people are saying that they just keep getting closer. Now, they're saying Matthew recently made it seem like, you know, he and Chili were trying to have a child together. But, you know, since that's been clarified, and she said that, you know, they took his words out of context or whatever. But they're saying, regardless, their relationship is clearly going strong with Matthew Peter up from the airport early this month and they engaged y'all in some full on PDA. Now they're saying the bottom line is Chili and Matthew and Shirley definitely said that Matthew is definitely not a scrub. And she definitely, honey, wants to be his wife. So congratulations goes out to Chili, y'all, because she and Matthew definitely make a good couple. And I think he's the best man for her out of all the men she dated. I think Matthew is the best man for her. So congratulations, Chili. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is lemon water. On the high end, you say lemon water, and on the low end, just say beautiful light yellow. That's your Kahlua for today. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Black China is baptized. And I'm going to tell you all about it up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. It's so hot, yeah. Yeah, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat-Tat, and this is the hot spot, but we bring you music, movies, and more, so let's get off into it. Well, y'all, the reality star once known as Black China, who now goes by Angela White, said that she's in a new chapter of her life thanks to becoming a Christian. The star was born again after being baptized as a part of her last birthday and has been consistently working out, embracing the Bible, and practicing a sober lifestyle. She said, I wanted to get back to myself and become a better mom, a better friend, more spiritual, be more business savvy, and really show the person that I am and not this persona I was putting on. So congratulations to her. She absolutely looks amazing. So if she feels better in life, then that's good for her. More people should try to uh, follow in her footsteps because sometimes just being yourself is the best person to be instead of a persona because everybody else is taken. You know what I'm saying? Like, be you. That's more original than anything. Okay, y'all, moving on. Uh, After a news from Mississippi hasn't been put back on air after saying, for shizzle my nizzle, while describing Snoop Dogg's latest wine company expansion, Whoopi Goldberg spoke out against the news outlet's actions. She said that's not a reason to fire that woman. She probably has no idea nizzle is a derisive of the N-word. She just thinks she's sounding cool. And if there's something someone says, give them the opportunity to explain why they said it. At least give them the grace of saying, you know what, I've just been informed that I should not have done that opposed to you're out. What y'all think about that? I, I agree with that. 100%. Yeah, I said that the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I agree with that. I, I you know, to the, the, the throw her out like that, like, it just is too much. She, repeating Snoop Dogg. He came right. up with that. Right. And, and nobody, way. and there's no definite <laughs> definition as to what that, we know what, what he's referring to when he said, but she don't know. I probably right. didn't know. Right. She don't have no history of anything like that, you know. Exactly. Give somebody some grace. Yeah. Hmm. I agree. 
Well, y'all, sad news. Well, actually, sad news, but then good news behind it. Uh, Flo Rider's six-year-old son, Zohar, is in ICU after falling out of a fifth-story window. Man. Luckily, y'all, he's okay. He survived the fall. Yesterday, Flo Rider said, quote, Great day. Thank you to everyone who reached out with their concerns and prayers for my son. He's getting the best medical care and miraculously, miraculously survived a tragic fall. I ask for your continued prayers as he undergoes rehabilitation. Now, a lawyer for the boy's mother says he fell at least 50 feet and suffered a lacerated liver, collapsed lungs, fractures to his feet and pelvis and internal bleeding. Oh my goodness. She's filed a lawsuit against a construction company and a window installation company claiming they put the incorrect size guards on the windows. Ooh, ooh, that is too much. But thank God, y'all, he is okay and he's 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 in rehabilitation and he's going to be all right. That is real 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 scary. Mm. <sighs> Goodness, Lord have mercy. All right, y'all. Last but not least, former love and hip-hop New York star Brittany Taylor was recently arrested for assault, reportedly beating her children's father with a baseball bat. (laughs) According to... (laughs) Why are you laughing at that, man? I'm sorry. According to TMZ, Taylor and the father uh, of her (laughs) two-year-old and eight-month-old got into altercation earlier this month, and she turned herself in last week uh, after a warrant was issued for her arrest. The incident apparently happened after the father of Taylor's children came to see their kids after being distant due to issues that the two parents had. As he and his mother were leaving, Taylor reportedly said something to him, which he supposedly ignored, and that child set her off. She Mm. went to punch him in the face, and then she later hit him with a bat causing bleeding to his face. Taylor was charged with two counts of assault and one count was endangering the welfare of a child and the other count was criminal possession of a weapon. Ah, oh, you can't do that, man. Can't do that. If you're going to do it, don't do it in front of the kids, please. Oh, my goodness. Okay, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hospital on that note. But coming up next, we got Rock T's HBCU. No, who we repping today, Rock T? Let's go holler at Fayetteville State University, man. Okay, okay, that's what we're going to do. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know, I know, I know, I know. Now you know. Hey, no, hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. Gentlemen, <laughs> rock teasy up in the house, man. It's time for another HBC. You know, we're gonna always put a spotlight on our phenomenal heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our amazing historically black colleges and universities. That's right, we're gonna head down to Fayetteville, North Carolina, home of Fayetteville State University, established in 1867, home of the blue and white Broncos. Shout out to one of y'all's favorite and former graduates, Miss Michelle Jones. Uh-huh. Graduated cum laude with a Bachelor of Science degree in business administration. She was at one time the highest ranking African-American female enlisted in any branch of the U.S. military, as well as the highest ranking enlisted African-American in the Army Reserve. That's right. She originally joined the U.S. Army because she liked the uniforms. <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, and oh, yeah. She spent time as a Baltimore Colts cheerleader before the Colts moved to Indianapolis. Uh Uh-huh. Another proud HBCU alum of Fayetteville State University, Miss Michelle Jones. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holler. Let's get it. HBCU, you know. 
All right, y'all, check this out. According to a recent small nationwide survey by a consumer care measurement company, consumers are increasingly dissatisfied with the level of assistance provided by customer service departments. It also revealed that Americans are experiencing more issues with various products and services, and their anger towards companies providing them is escalating. Now, according to the survey, they found that consumers are becoming more hostile towards customer service representatives with one in 10 expressing a desire for revenge by harassing, insulting, or threatening employees. So Scott Brosman, the president of, and CEO of Customer Care Measurement and Consulting, described the findings as horrifying. Now, the 1,000 respondents polled, 63% said they felt some sort of customer rage during attempts to resolve the issue, which is the same rage percentage observed in the 2020 edition. Now, I have definitely had some bad customer service representatives. How about y'all? Oh, yeah. I just want to be able to understand them. Right. Now, the question is, when somebody is giving you that aggressive energy, what do you do? How do you handle it? Do you, you know, try to de-escalate them? Or do you be like, damn, how you going to be mad at me when I'm the one with the problem? So how do y'all handle it, Ricky? Uh, De-escalate and isolate. Yeah. What do you mean by isolate? uh, uh, Get them off to themselves because everybody different when they by themselves. It's just like the bros. You know. But what if they on the phone? Uh, if they're if they're on the phone, that's different. There's nothing you can do but listen to them and let them get it all out, and then get them calm and just find out what calm what calm part gets them calm, and then start to have a conversation. But if and, you're and, upset and about your stuff, you got to you got to be a counselor to them to get well, it. Uh, yeah, if you want to oh, keep their business, uh, some some yeah, some customers are are really really temperamental. Uh, or whatever, and uh, temperamental and entitlement, and, and entitled. And uh, when you behind that counter, are you dealing with a customer that want what they want because they paid their money? Then you find ways to uh, work around it to give it to them and just try to, uh, you know, fix whatever the problem is and get them off the phone or whatever. What because sometimes you, huh? What, what if you're the customer and the service representative is mean to you or aggressive to you when you're just trying to get oh, your problem same resolved? thing. Just be calm and uh, ask for a supervisor and then okay. take, take them to the corner. But don't have the conversation in front of the problem. Mm-hmm. Take them off to the side and try to record everything. Take your phone out, record the interaction or, or whatever, and then take them off to the side and get what you want. And then write corporate. You got to follow up because putting on a show at the register ain't going to get it. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, the pen is mightier than the sword. Uh, mm-hmm. Thus says, I think that was uh, Frederick Douglass or, uh, or whatever, but uh, the pen is mightier than the sword because when you go back and write letters and start making phone calls um, um, or whatever, uh, I, I think a, a, a lady got fired for, for mistreating me that worked for a particular airline. I uh, got mm-hmm. mad and uh, blocked me off a flight because I wasn't going to take pictures with everybody. Wow. And, and kick me off the flight. And I am and I have a certain status with this airline because I'm a regular customer. And I knew somebody that was on the board. Mm. <laughs> and that thing came all the way down like a mighty Russian wind. Come on down uh, like yes, a Russian uh, mighty wind. Like a mighty Russian wind. And I just, I just be calm and be nice because, you know, everybody always get mad at the reaction, but they never get mad at the action. Mm. And, uh, you know, you just have to learn how to be intelligent, uh, uh, stay calm. And figure out the business way to handle people because a lot of people out there that are just outright idiots, anger, got anger yeah, problems, they, need anger yeah. management, nasty, yeah. bad attitude, all that kind of stuff. And you just record them. All you got to yeah. do is record them. You got a phone right there. It immediately start recording. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And you don't have to hold the phone up to their face to record. You can sneak and record. If you know they got bad energy, just start recording. And then show it to their manager. Then their manager show it to them where they could take a look at themselves mm. and, and stuff. And uh, and that's how, that's how you handle it. And- Call on Jesus. That's, that's white Jesus. Yes, uh, that's Jesus with with his hair uh, uh, cut like Brad Pitt. <laughs> Jesus is from black black people. We we gonna play the black version of that song. Hold it, half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has a T and the color of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Ricky, this story is sad. It touched my heart. It brought me to tears, y'all. But it's being reported, y'all, that Kim Burrell, honey, gospel great Kim Burrell, y'all, her music, Ricky, saved Jay-Z's marriage to Beyonce. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Kim revealed her music's therapeutic powers, honey. Is a, You know, she talked about it in an interview with We Sound Crack back in October. Now, they're saying, y'all, that back in 2017, y'all, Kim provided y'all vocals on Jay-Z's 444 album title track. It was an emotional feature personally, y'all, requested, y'all, by Jay-Z after Beyonce, y'all, threatened to leave him, honey. They're saying Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce so much, honey. She cried and cried and she threatened to leave and they said it was a dark time, honey, for the Mama 3, and here's what Kim said. Jay called me, and he said, Hey, when well, my wife is going through it, I always know because I hear you playing in the background. He says, My wife locked up one day for 11 hours, and I heard nothing but Kim Burrell for 11 hours. He said, But here's why I'm calling you. When she came out, she was better. He says she was so much better. He says, And I'm calling you because I need to have a meeting with the person that made my wife better. And so I flew to him, and he was in the studio at the time making 444. Now, they're saying, y'all, honey, that Beyonce was in a deep depression, y'all, over Jay-Z's infidelity. They say she locked herself in a room, Ricky, for 11 hours, honey, while obsessively, y'all, playing Kim Burrell's gospel music over and over and over. Now, they say when she emerged from the room 11 hours later, they said Beyonce was spiritually cleansed and at peace with herself. Oh, yeah, sometimes you got to do that, man. Yeah. Sometimes you got to lock yourself up in a room and, 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 and cry it out and cry out to God. And uh, yeah. uh, that helped. I, I, I hope that that worked for her and that worked for her. 
you know, her marriage and our marriage is, is, is the best that it could be because uh, she good people, you know. Yeah. She good people. Yeah, Gary, do we really know that that's why? Because of Jay-Z's infidelities? That's what um Kim, according to the story, that's what Kim said, honey, you know. I and- thought she just said she was going through. So maybe she mm-hmm. was going through something else in her life. And she just, you know, those gospel songs, they really, they yeah. take you back to your roots and home and growing oh, up yeah. and oh, going yeah. to church and everything. So they, they, they definitely make you feel better. You get a good crowd. Oh, you yes. just feel so much better after them gospel songs. And Kim Burrell got some good ones. She sure does, honey. Even though she do some say some things in the press that don't mean up too much, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to throw that in there. And I thank you, Brad, for her glasses, honey. I love them. But um, yeah, yeah, we love Miss Burrell, honey. But I, you She's know, so my, ugly. My, my okay, my song is how I got over, baby. I often sit and wonder. I got yes. over. Yes, mine is I come to you more than I give. All right. Mm. Rick, I know you got a couple. Are you talking about Kim Burrell? No, yes. just gospel songs, too. Oh, yeah, that uh, the Lord will make a way. That that old school always always tear me, tear my soul up. Uh, and, and especially that uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, uh, gosh, Jonathan Mac, 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 what is his name? Mac Reynolds. Mac Reynolds. Yeah, Mac Reynolds. Yeah. Jonathan Mac Reynolds, Travis Green, Jonathan P. Key. Aretha Franklin, Amazing Grace. You can't ever go wrong with that. So, Not mm-hmm. at all. All right, y'all. The Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is lemon water. On the high end, you say lemon water. And on the low end, you say beautiful light yellow. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all. Give it up for Gary with the tea. All right, Rick Smiley Morning Show. I got your wake up calls. Get at your boy, 8669 Let's go. Hi, my name is Moretta, and I'm calling from Pembroke Pines at Waste Management. I'm waking up Ricky, Rob, and Carisha. Wake up, wake up. That was my baby. I want to give a wake-up call to everybody going to work at Marathon Electrical Sorry Company. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hi, yes, uh, my name is LL from Toledo, Ohio, and I like to wake up my entire family. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Elena calling from Tallahassee. Y'all keep going. Wake up, Ricky, follow on the show. Hey! Wake up, wake up, wake up! Good morning, this brother Burst calling. I just want to wake up TD, Vanessa, Lily, KK, and Hot Wings. Wake up, wake up, wake up! When you wake up, Miami, wake up! Seattle, wake up! And Detroit, wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up! Brett. All right, Jerry, I'm on the show. We got the one and only uh, Bakari Selvis with us this morning. Uh, big round of applause. Happy to have you this morning. Hey, Bakari, good morning, man. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Man, I saw you on scene. I said, no, you ain't doing the show from the laundry room. I was just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> man, I'm just, first of all, I'm at the Final Four in Dallas. I'm cheering on my game talks. But yes, the show Let's must go. go on, as they say. Let's go, man. Uh, so excited, man. Yesterday, a grand jury uh, in New York has been investigating the Stormy Daniels hush money uh, scheme and uh, voted to indict former President Donald Trump Thursday afternoon. Now, this historic moment in politics, Trump has called for destruction in the city. 
Now he is reportedly going to surrender early next week, and his arraignment is uh, expected to take place on Tuesday. So on the line, you know, we got Bakari here to break everything down. So Bakari, what people want to know, what does yesterday, you know, what does all of that mean yesterday? Will he go to jail or what? That's a good question. Will he go to jail? You can't skip steps in this criminal process, but he will be treated like everybody else who gets booked. He's going to show up. They're going to take him in the back room. They're going to fingerprint him. Uh, they're going to take his mugshot. So we'll be able to see what a Donald Trump mugshot what it looks like. What wow. is, what is, what is two pages? Oh, really? Like yeah, yeah. And then um, he'll go out in front of a judge. And for him, it's going to be a very humbling moment. It's going to be one of the first times where he doesn't have full control of the situation. And he'll be in front of a judge. What a judge will tell him about his 32 charges. We'll hear about all his charges. Um, and then they'll take him out the back door and get him out of there. And, you know, have to come back to appearances and have a bond and all those other things. Mm, wow. wow. Yeah. So, Bakari, I have a question about the timing of everything, because we knew this was going on while he was running for president and while he was in office. Uh, why now? And also, how will this impact his run to get back in the White House? Those are very, very, very good questions. So, you know, we knew that the grand jury was meeting about Donald Trump. You know, when I was on with y'all last week and we were talking about Donald Trump said that he was going to get indicted or arrested on this day or that day. I told you, I said, you know, you that's probably not true because in the grand jury process, they just don't tell the defendant when it's going to happen. Um, and so he was taken off guard yesterday as well. So that, that's kind of first. Um, he's not currently president of the United States, so it's vastly different when he's under investigation and when he was president because he had a lot of executive privilege, et cetera. Um, now he is just, you know, an average person. Like when Ricky files the run for president in 2024, just a, <laughs> just an average Joe until you actually win. So we'll, we'll see what this – I don't think this is going to affect him. There is a question about how it's going to affect him politically. I don't – I don't know because the Republican base sometimes does things that are unpredictable, like nominate Donald Trump. So I don't know how this is going to affect him with this base. It may actually improve his standing. I think now, it uh, will. Yeah, go ahead, Kay. Uh Yeah, so I got I got a comment, a question about Ron DeSantis because he was grandstanding yesterday saying that he won't help extradite Donald Trump out of Florida if he chooses not to surrender. But then I also understand that by the Constitution – uh, DeSantis doesn't have the authority to stand in the way. Is that is that correct? Yeah, you know, sometimes you got them friends who just be talking and saying a lot of words but don't say nothing. That's what that's what Ron DeSantis was doing yesterday. I mean, it's not like Donald Trump can just stay in South Florida and hide from the arrest warrants. He's gonna he got to go turn himself in. This is a conversation above Ron DeSantis. This was a conversation between uh, Manhattan District Attorney's Office, law enforcement in Manhattan, and the Secret Service who protect Donald Trump. Because for a short period of time, they're going to have to not protect Donald Trump. They're going to have to turn him over to other authorities. And so they coordinate that transfer and all those things. But it has absolutely nothing to do with Ron DeSantis. He was just trying to get in the news. So he's going to use that. He's probably going to use all of that, uh, this drama to raise money. Uh, which is going to give him an advantage because it was uh, like maybe a month and a half ago, Ron DeSantis was looking real promising, but I'm I'm just not sure about that right now. Uh, uh, no, what are your thoughts? No, Ron, no. Ron DeSantis. The more you see him, the less he's he's shining. He he. It's not a lot of there there. Um, I told he's, you he's he don't have a lot of personality, and like I told y'all last time, he's really small. 
Um, and when you when you see them, it, it's not like seriously. It's not we talking like five you, four, you know, five three. He, he, but he wears With them heels. boots. He, yeah, he wears them. He wears them heels, so it throw you it throw you off a little bit. But you be like, is this the man that's going to take on Donald Trump? And and it just it's not it, it's not a lot of there there. He's the only chance they have right now that's an alternative to Donald Trump. But he can't he can't be the former president. And you know the former president's going to raise a lot of money off this. But the the only dilemma is I'm going to tell you all this straight up. You got Fannie Willis in Atlanta. Once you get finished with with I, YFN and YSL and all the other alphabets in Atlanta, um, then she's coming after him. And then he has Jack Smith, who's a federal special prosecutor, coming after him, too. Mm. All right, y'all. That's the one and only. Bakari, sell this. Uh, Bakari, real quick, let us know how you can be reached. Uh, Instagram, Bakari Sellers. And right now, you're going to find me on TV tonight cheering on my Gamecocks when we play Iowa tonight. So that's what Let's you can go. find me. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bakari Sellers. Y'all know Rick's Mountain Morning Show coming up. Uh, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Who is this? Or hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, cuz? Yeah. What's going on, Sam? Uh, you coming to work, bro? Uh, not me. Hey, Louis, I'm, I'm not even going to Are you calling you. in sick? Are you? Uh, no, Shadi, man, ain't nobody sick, Shadi. I'm, I'm just busy right now. I'm finna have it's a busy weekend. I'm finna make some money work, this weekend, bro. I'm finna get some money this weekend, bro. I'm finna get some money this weekend. Hey, you just said you going to Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm in Evansville tonight in Tulsa, Oklahoma tomorrow night. Hey, boy, I'm going to scoop you up, boy. I hit a bike. We hit a major lit yesterday, boy. We hit a big lit. Boy, what is you talking about? What you mean? Boy, out there, out there, uh, 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 take me out the radio because this might be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Take me out the radio. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Me and you, shout out to me, you, and Rock T because I know he ain't going to snitch. Yeah, what happened? Look on. Boy, we got two spirit airplanes. What? We got two spirit airplanes. Oh uh, yeah. Yo, I got them planes, got boy. Th- if you need to go anywhere this weekend, boy, just holler at me, boy. We got two of them. You gonna paint them? You gonna leave them yellow? <laughs> nah, we we gonna now. Nah, you know what, Rob? But that's a good idea. Yeah, dog, we better. It. We might need a paint them. Uh uh-uh. uh. What color you talking yeah. about? Hold on, Marie on that too. Damn, Marie, don't say nothing because you know you be trying to do everything well, right. Who don't gonna say fly the plane? Nobody. Who gonna fly the pa- plane? Oh, uh, me and Pancake. <laughs> What is you talking about? It ain't yeah, hard to fly no plane. All you got to do is crank it up. We got the key. Y'all got the key yeah. to crank it up. You crank it up, then you put your right hand on that, on that little middle thing where, go, where you push up and pull back. That's called the throttle. Yeah, you just push it up. And the thing that you, you drive with is called, it's called the yoke, and the thing at the feet is called the rudder. Yeah, that's what you do. And then we're going we gonna to fly that. Maria, you want to go? You going somewhere the weekend? You need no, to go sir. somewhere? No, sir. I'm good. I'll I'm take you for the low, sir. Especially you send me some of the video. But look, no. hey, hey, Rob. <laughs> yes, sir. You need to go somewhere. You and your wife and your kids. Y'all need to go somewhere. I'm, I'm, I know you be watching your daughter play basketball. You need to go somewhere. Well, hey, we'll bro, hey Black Tony. Black Tony, how y'all, how y'all get three spirit? Where, where, where the planes? You got to park them somewhere. Where the planes at? They in the old... Kroger parking lot over there in the West End. Where? Where? In, Kroger. in the Kroger parking lot on the side where the trucks pull in. I know you lying. I know you lying. All right, Blood Tone, let me ask you another There's question. There's a lot of room over there. Let me ask you another question. Let me ask you another question. What's all the power lines, okay? What's, how you going to take off? Because you need a, how you going to take off? What you mean? How we gonna take off? Shout out to you! You so negative. No, no, I'm just want to know what street. You got to believe in me. We just got. We got. We just got to get on the I twenty. 
When we get up to the highway, that, that, that's all you need. When we get well, how you going to get the plane with on. the wings so big? How you going to get the plane to I-20? What ramp you going to get on, on the highway? Have you thought all this out? And then how did you get the plane in the, in the parking lot at Kroger? Nobody called the police. See, here you go. You, you just missed the negativity. Oh, Maria, please yes. tell him to believe in me. We're going to get I on. Believe I, 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 I believe right in you. I believe in you. I can't wait to see you. Uh, Abernathy, Ralph David Abernathy, we're going to get on right, though. Uh, Pancake going to get out and tell all the cars to hold up for a minute. <laughs> then we going to you don't you believe in plan. nobody. That's good. And then when you going to get on 20, what, what, what part of 20 you going to try to take off over there by Six Flags? Before you get a 285, yo. Right between those. Right, right before you get a Now, you know, the traffic, be, the traffic be bagged up right there on Twitter. I bet they get out of the way they see that big <laughs> coming down. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Okay, check this out, man. It's your boy, Rock T. I got a special message for students or parents who have students looking to attend an HBCU. Now, just imagine $1 million in scholarships with 107 HBCUs to choose from for 66 truly deserving HBCU students. But there's only one way to get your hands on it. McDonald's has partnered with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund to award a million dollars in scholarships to brilliant HBCU students. This year, you could be next, but time is running out. Oh, did I mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Growing up in Birmingham, a city that was instrumental in the civil rights era, I learned early that having information is important to our community and getting that information from voices within our community is effective and powerful. From my early years in media, I always looked at radio legend Tom Joyner as a major influence in how to use media for entertainment and information. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. In the Black Stories, Black Truth collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. The other day, I was able to check out an episode on why the NFL has a diversity problem. And what really stood out to me is the disparity of blacks in leadership roles within the NFL, where the majority of the players are black. We have a long way to go. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I can't argue with you. You Gary? 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 Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. This you, is you, Gary. Look at you. You big man. I'm happy. Leave me alone. I'm happy. Sway. Leave me alone. Who is you? Who is you? Hey! No! You <laughs> man. No! You big man. No! I'm happy. Hey! Leave me alone. Gary! I'm happy. 
Yeah. I'm happy. Me too. Leave me alone. <laughs> Say what? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yes. That sound like Miss Armani. Girl, leave me alone. I'm happy. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. Gary, baby. All right, Gary has a T and the Kahlua today. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning, you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. On yesterday, Ricky, it was a very emotional roller coaster day, honey, for the T, honey. You know how we spoke about and we talked about, um, you know, how Latasha and Tamika Scott from Escape, honey, were going back and forward, honey, with their family situations and what have you. Well, Tamika, I mean, Latasha, honey, this girl, I guess she heard the tea and whatever, and, and, and with Tamika saying she had the receipts to all this wonderful stuff, and she jumped in, y'all, and here's how this went down. They're sending Tamika Scott, she shared some screenshots, y'all, of Latasha Scott, allegedly, um, alleged $30,000 stealing, and is exposing anonymous threatening involving her, Tiny Harris, and Todd Tuck, honey. They say things have gone from bad to worse for the two sisters, songstress, and one of them, y'all, is releasing screenshots to back up, honey, her claims. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Tamika Scott has produced, honey, screenshots in hopes of proving, y'all, her allegation that her sister, Latasha Scott, stole that $30,000 in royalties from her. Not she only, y'all, did more this, than that. Yeah, well, yeah. She said, said she, was being, she said she was being kind by saying only 30000 Yep. Jesus, honey. But they're saying not only, y'all, that butt, honey, she's exposing an anonymous text that she says threatened to expose her sex tape. Oh, my God. They got sex tapes out now. There's also saying that she said um, that Tiny Harris and Candy Burris' husband, Todd Tucker, were threatened, honey, in a text which she believes is linked to her sibling. But not upon that. Now, this is some more mess, y'all. This woman, this mistress, honey. Now, Latasha's husband, mistress, is speaking out, honey. She says she is sick and tired of playing games, honey. Here's what she said. People think this, they call it a, I'm a side chick, but I'm like, no, this ain't no typical side chick. I don't care what y'all call it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care which how you look at it, what you call it. I was in a relationship, full-blown relationship, you know. So, so he spent the night at your house. He always just complimented me, you know, told me I was the best thing ever happened to him. He told me I reminded him of his mama. He cried in front of me. No man not going to just cry. What did he cry about? When you went on trips, you were public together. Well, yeah, we've been out. People seen us out together. I mean, he turned me down in the middle of a Vegas club in front of everybody. He was my man. You didn't feel guilty? No. Oh, women! Now, now, this is who? <laughs> this Latasha, the one that's alleged that stole the thirty thousand dollars from Tamika. This is her husband, honey. Her husband allegedly cheated. What a chick that remind him of his mom. Of his mama, Ricky. And he tongued her down. And he tongued her down, baby, in the middle of the place. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Mm-hmm. Now the bitches is talking. I mean, Lord Jesus, honey. She said she ain't no side chick. She said she ain't no side chick, honey. So she made okay, well, where he going home to? If you're not a side chick, where is he going home to every night? Yeah, but, I mean, there's different definitions for side chicks now, I guess. I mean, you know, just because he's going home, she still feels that she was the main woman because he cried. She said he cried in front of She said men don't cry in front of no woman, especially the black man. She made a, she got a point there. Yep, you, when yeah. you cry. Oh, I feel so bad for Latasha, honey. Oh, God. Why you feel so bad? Because her husband, Brad, he cheated. He tongue-kissed a woman in the middle of the floor. He cried. He probably never cried around Latasha. Well, they got some of those chicks. They'll be all right from all this, man. 
that make you cry? I mean, yeah, I mean, how many? I want to know how many checks they get, how much money uh, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, checks came in for like around thirty thousand dollars. She said she was being kind yeah. when she said it was only thirty thousand dollars. So that means yeah, it had to be because because little Tamika's mama said the first check was twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. So so if it was several checks, if several checks equal more than thirty thousand. Yeah, several means between five and twelve in the black in Checks. the black community. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's sound scan. It's your royalty, so you get those, you know, often. Well, bless her spirit, y'all. So hopefully, because she did say she would pay them back. Now, Latasha did say she would pay the money back. So. Uh-huh. She did say that. Where? Yeah, she admitted she said it, you know, that she would pay the money back just because she wanted her sister back. She said she would pay the money back just to get her sister back. Yeah. Oh. Well, honey, that's a the tea, honey, baby. Miss Latasha heard the tea yesterday, and this girl called in, y'all. She stepped on in the room, and here's what she had to say, honey. Coming back next, honey. Oh my. He said, coming. So we got that coming up. Yeah, we got that coming up, Ricky. All right, so, so, all right, do not miss our recap of part two of our exclusive interview with uh, Latasha Scott that happened yesterday. We got that coming up next. Gary, this was messy. Yeah, More Rick's Mind the Morning Show coming up. I'm on top. Bye.
Recap in part two of our exclusive interview with uh, Latasha Scott that happened yesterday. Yesterday, uh, so we got that coming up next. Rick's Smiley Morning Show. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Rick's Smiley Morning Show. Uh, listen, now, yesterday doing our exclusive interview with Latasha Scott from Escape. Now we asked her if she had changed the delivery address of her sister's uh, Tamika's royalties check uh, from New York to her house in Fayetteville, Georgia, and a whole lot more. So this is what Latasha and her husband, Rocky, had to say. First of all, my sister didn't live in New York, and no. Well, let me let me just interject and say what I've been saying the whole time. Um, okay. Even when Candy, Tasha, and Tiny came on Dish Nation, um, I've been around y'all since I was kids. And yeah. what I do know to be true is no matter what you did or said when we was little, um, your sister would definitely take your side, whether you was right or wrong. And, vice versa. and I guess that's how sisters do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was so that made it like two against two. And, mm. and, and it made it because to me, you always seem like. The, the person everybody had to listen to I guess because you was the oldest because t- even if you even if you wasn't right or if you was wrong your sister would always take your side and you was like the leader of the group back then remember we used to be on tour and stuff like years ago just and Candy would just always seem like she would be sad just I don't know different instances like you know we was on tour for a long time we did a lot of stuff together back in the yeah. day when we was kids I don't remember her being sad though really no Oh, I think she. I, I've seen her be sad a lot and kind of like down. Um, and you're are you um saying that that's because of me, Brett? I'm saying because they t- they took your side most of the time. It seems like was you not like the leader back then? Well, at the end of the day, you know that's my sister. And most times when you have a sibling, that's the bond that you have. It's not so much as you know trying to bully anybody. It's just that's that's what how we were brought up. That's the bond. Um, as far as me. Uh, being the leader, I was I've always been that person who, you know, when it comes down to it, musical, you know, making sure everybody was on their notes and stuff like that. So, I, and when you're speaking, I don't know expect you know what instance you're speaking about, but okay. Well, I'm just speaking right. from what I what what I did witness of, about her being like sad and stuff. Oh, well, I'm right, sorry y'all. to hear that. Yeah. I right, think she said got- that. I actually rewatched the other the other show. What's the other one y'all did before this one? And I think uh-huh. she was like almost crying, saying, "How could you not see when she was sad? She was sad all the time, and uh, she, like she felt attacked all the time, or something like that." Okay, well, no, I don't remember that. I remember her saying that she felt like we didn't have a bun, she and I. Right, right, right. But not that she was sad all the time. I, this is my first time hearing that. Is Rocky nearby? Can he speak? Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, he right here. Now, Rocky, yeah. this story with this mistress woman, which really bothered me. My thing is this. How in the hell could she sit there and be very disrespectful to Latasha going out on sites talking about that she was with you for five years. You cried in front of her and stuff. You tongue kissed and all that stuff. That was very tacky. Her. Can y'all not sue her or do something about that? Because I, I just thought it was very disrespectful. We dealing with it. From a legal standpoint, so the less I say, the better. You know. The okay, other day, so, I'm so y'all suing her? I, I have to, yes. Come on, man. Listen, you need to. Listen, I'm gonna say this. The other day, I got a phone call because I want to address this. I got a phone call from Tasha K. Right? Didn't know mm-hmm. I was being um, recorded. Just talking. Oh. She trying to get an interview, and all all of a sudden, the whole world is replaying something I said illegally. You know, 
because mm-hmm. I didn't know I was being recorded. And, and and she called because of this female that is saying a bunch of stuff that I've been told to be quiet about until mm-hmm. it you know plays out in court. Mm-hmm. So this is an opportunity for you guys to share your no, side of the story. Yeah. But can y'all understand that when it's seven people on this reality show, and since day one I have been attacked on every level, the minute I said I wanted to do music, gospel music, I have been attacked. You've never heard anything about nothing about me. I've been a, a wife, a mother. I've done my job I've, in this industry. So now it's coming where the television comes on and everybody's for TV. Oh, I'm the bully, too. I'm a bully. I control <laughs> my wife. Saying, I tell her what I don't to have do. a brain. I've been doing this before I, I got with him. And, and Brad, you know me. I know you quiet over there now, but you know I know. Me. Well, well, I know you what? What you, what you, I mean, what you, you saying? I'm saying what you, you know saying? me. You, 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 you know. History, I know what about you. I know what about you. You know. Exactly. Right. You so know so, so tell me what I know about you. What you mean? You know I ain't the guy to be running around here doing no rah-rah. I would think you would know that. You ain't never seen me So what do you expect me to say? I know you, but I don't like that, bro. What you mean? I'm acknowledging you on here. I'm saying, Brat, you know me, so you know what I'm saying. You ever heard me do some BS out here in the streets? I, I don't know you like that. I don't know about your personal life and what oh, y'all okay. do in your okay. personal life. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you and no mistress. I don't know about none of that stuff. No, no, no. I ain't That's talking not, about I that. Okay. I ain't got okay. No, 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 I wasn't saying. I'm saying, what, what you, up, Brat? You, you know me. Chi-Town. I'm your pop. You know, like, oh, I was yeah, saying, I know you from yeah, Chi-Town. Yeah, right. yeah, I wasn't saying it like that. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, I Oh, no, I didn't say you said nothing. Nah, 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 nah. I'm trying to what's up? That's why she town too, right? That's yeah, we we from Shottown, definitely. Well, Tasha, you know what he's saying because that's your husband. But I didn't understand what he was saying because he said I know him like I had said something oh, no, bad no, no, about no, him, and no. I haven't. Oh, no, I mean, so I, I just want to make sure. Hear, no, no, no. I didn't okay. even hear that type well, of word. Well, Latasha, I will voice. say this, honey. I would have did the same thing you did with that dress, babe. When y'all went out on stage, and honey, you had a different dress in there, son. I would have been no, wrong Gary. too. Well, well, no, Gary. Well, yeah. I mean, she didn't get the memo. I did not. See there, she didn't get the memo. She didn't know that, so honey, she had to wear what she liked. I mean, how many times have I dressed differently from my group? This, come on, no, come so on. So, Latasha, do you kind of feel like sometimes you're being bullied um, inside of the situation? Because I, I definitely have felt bullied. I have. This whole show is about me. Because you it can't even like, talk you know, about the other girls, and as I, if I was them, I'd be upset. Because not once have they shown anything really about their lives. It's all been predicated on what people have said about me. I just want to sing. Right. And I don't understand how I'm under attack. Every time I turn around, it's something. So people are accusing me of things that I have no, I don't know nothing about. But, but Natasha, just what I want you to, to, to do for me, clear up the money situation. Because when I, when I look at my phone, I see on the internet, that's what yes. people are talking about. Uh, uh, the most because you know the uh, uh, affair and stuff is just always he say she yep. say stuff you live in Atlanta people just flat yes. out lie or whatever but clear up like like precisely clear up the issue with the $30,000 uh, in the checks I that can't clear up nothing I don't know nothing about um, Ricky I can't clear up nothing I don't know nothing about So that was I know okay. what I didn't do I didn't take nobody. So money. why is Tamika showing all these receipts and showing? I think it came out yesterday. Why is she showing receipts you, with people name on it? Where my y'all name? name? I'm saying, but where my name at? Um, it, uh, it's there. If you go to YouTube, the last thing she posted, she posted something yesterday. Okay. It was your name and I think your husband's name on some sound scan something where she says this was the last time she was going to talk about it. Sound where exchange. Some, sound exchange. Yeah, sound scan is something else. My bad. Um, where this the last time she's going to talk about it, but she's going to show receipts. 
This did happen to her. Mm-hmm. She is not lying. And she, you know, and, and then Tamika's mama was explaining what she told her to do. Mm-hmm. And then Tamika got her checks. And, and the other checks came to y'all. And Edward... Bivens or Edwin Bivens or whoever that is, mm-hmm. they're Edward. saying that's Rocky's real name, that's and he name. signed the checks. That's my name. What? But I'm saying, boy, oh, Tasha just said that wasn't your name. No, she didn't. I didn't. No, I did, she when I said Edward or Edwin, no, or something, I, I said, said the wrong everybody name. know that, and you just said, Brett. I didn't know that. So, no, I didn't, I didn't say know what that. you said. No, I said I didn't know that was his name, but you said that ain't his name. No, I she never was saying said that. that they knew that was my name. I said they knew, and you said. Oh, and I said I didn't, because yeah. I didn't know that yeah, was his no, name. That is my name. And, Brad, okay. y'all, let me say this. Uh, Ricky, Brad, Gary, everybody, about this situation. Yeah, it is a family situation, but if we say something or what it is, then it opens up another thing of what it really is. So I think that... Uh, me personally, I'm going to stay quiet because I'm being accused so mm-hmm. that it don't go further. I think it should be dealt with within the family because I can say something. That's true, but bo- uh, everybody keep talking. Won't yeah, nobody be but, quiet? But nobody won't talk to me. Yeah, but, right, she'll thing, say something, like, but then Tasha, I saw a video with you, and then Candy will say something, yeah. and then she'll say something again, and then, t- you yeah, know, right. it's been back and forth, so right, nobody's that's really why been I've quiet because I know everybody's trying to defend themselves. They're trying to defend, everybody's trying to defend themselves, but I've reached out. I just wish that my sister will talk to me. How does everybody know? How is it just coming out? How is it because the cameras are out? I'm just finding out something like this that she says happened years and years and years and years ago when she was pregnant with my 10-year-old niece. Mm. So now when the television comes on, this is something. How would you feel if somebody all of a sudden just brought something up that you knew nothing about and now you got the world asking questions? I don't know. Nothing about no money. No $30,000. I don't know nothing about that. So instead, talk to me. I'm your sister at the end of the day. So out of all this that's been going on in the media, all this he say, she say, never, you two have heard, never talked. Never talked about it. And never discussed it. Never discussed it. Wow. When the television came on is when I found, when y'all watched is when I found out. What? So you holding on to something that I know nothing about and you trying to tell me that I knew? No. Yeah, because the best way to resolve, you got to get everybody in the room together. That's all I'm saying. But why are you not talking to me? Mm. So well, was they it? Said they, was they it said they were trying was to talk to you. TV? Who was who? Who was they? Brad? Who? 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 Uh, the girls. The girls. Uh, 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 Brad, uh, Brad, your sister and Brad, Candy. Let me just say But this. they said you change your number all the time, and somebody no, don't Brad, have your no, number. Brad, Brad, when I had my number, nobody was using it. And then it was oh. the same time. Nobody was using it. I get it. You know, everybody, you got your people that you like. You know what I mean? I get it. But at the end of the day, please listen to all sides. You know, I get it. No, Y'all said I, I was a very dominant person. I'm dominant because I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. So when it comes down to the group, if we're not celebrated with the things Tasha, that we've done, we're okay, we all saying you, And when we was younger, you was not scared of you. Brett, you was loving on me. Brett, you was loving on me back in the day. We was all scared of you. Nobody from escape like me when I came in. Because they was like, who me and That's you what was so was like. Sure. When I first peeked my head in that so so deaf door, all Brett, y'all was like not Brett, happy at all Brett, with me. I, everybody know that though, and they was like Brett, looking wait, at me like, Tasha. who is this? And hold on one second, Tasha. Brett. Come on, let's keep it. Let's keep it a hundred, Brett. Me and you. Uh, That's all I know how to do is That's, keep it a hundred. Okay, well let's go back. Me and you was tight. Me, you, and Nicole, we was the ones kicking it. So how you going to say when you peeped your head? I was the one who embraced you the most. At J.D. Studio. I'll okay. never forget it. I came from Chicago. All my granny taught me was I love everybody. But then when I stepped in that door and y'all was recording or something, y'all looked up at me with an ugly face. Now, we might we was cool after that. But at first, I felt no love. And I was scared of you the most. Hey, you hey, Brad, can me, I ask something? And you yeah. loved on me the most. I was with I your know, mama I, and everything. I, I, Come I did on, love man. on you. We I all grew up that. together. Come on, Brad. I know your mama too. I, I mean, you know. I just gotta I got to ask you. one question. I got you. Uh, Rocky, I got you. Did, yeah. I got Ro- Ro- Rocky, did you 
Did you cash the check? <laughs> what? Hey, Rick, I'm laughing. No, no, no I'm just saying that, that's, that's on the sheet for me to ask. Hey, I mean, it's an important listen, question. No, no, I didn't cash the check. And I'm I'm going to stick to my mother-in-law's wishes to yes. keep it in the family. Not There's so busy. much I want to say. I swear they're telling me to shut up. But I'm going to respect my mother-in-law because yes. that woman don't deserve this. No. And if I talk, if I say something, it's going to be bad. So, so the answer to the question, you, you did not cash the I check. I did not cash the check. Mm. All right, y'all. So uh, Candy Burris called into the show with a response to that. And uh, so I want y'all to find out what she thinks about uh, our Latasha Scott interview. Got that coming up next. We can smile the morning show. We got uh, the one and only Candy Burris on the phone. Uh, Candy, good morning. Good morning. That interview was very interesting. I, I didn't understand. They were saying that his name is Edward Bivens because his name is Edward Bivens. But what she trying to say? Tiny Mama knew his name. I didn't. I didn't know what she meant. What are your thoughts on um, when Latasha said that she feels like she's being bullied right now? I don't even understand why she feels like okay. She actually did an interview the other day calling Tamika a liar and basically saying if it's true that she took the money to put post the receipts. And that is why Tamika posted the full video of her on YouTube showing receipts of where they had changed Tamika's address, signed the back of Tamika's checks, and deposited them. If she had not kept, you know, kind of like baiting Tamika, Tamika would have never done that. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people are like, why is Tamika posting it now? Well, Tasha asked her to. You know what I mean? I guess she thought Tamika wouldn't really show the evidence or whatever, but Tamika did. You know, you've experienced so much success individually, not just as an artist, but also as an entrepreneur. We've seen Tiny do really great things. You think that, like, like Latasha feels like this is her time to shine as an individual, like she never got the opportunity that maybe you and Tiny had or... Well, I think at the end of the day, we all get the same 24 hours. So just because somebody else was able to accomplish something more, you know, it is what it is. Everybody get, you know, what comes to you is because it's what you work for. You know what I mean? Now, does she probably feel like it's her moment that she needs to do what she needs to do? That is possible. And I don't even think it's anything wrong with her wanting to do a gospel record. It's just for us. It's just every time it's time for her to do a solo project. It's the attitude that comes with it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, as far as her doing gospel, like, you know, we all wish her success. We hope that she does, you know, well or whatever. We're in a bad place, obviously. It's playing all out on television. It's playing all out on social media. But we've been having these problems. We just I, that's so what I long. tried to say. I've tried to say that. You're but she right. tried to she You're tried right, to make right. it like Brett, you loved on me. That and that don't mean I never I, I loved all of y'all. That don't never mean that. I'm just saying everybody did have like a fear for her. Girl, and I told her I watched uh, Escape Still Kicking It last night, some of the episodes again. And when you tried to talk to her, how you felt got pushed to the back because Tasha was the leader of the group. Well, she can go back and watch the first season. That's what I'm saying. It's right there. It was the two of y'all. So... I don't know what. And yeah. then Rocky jumped on and said, "I know him. I know, I know of him, and I know him from being with R. Kelly and growing up in Chicago and stuff. But I don't know what he does in his personal life. You know what I'm saying? Like, but right now the show is what's airing, and this is what we're going off of. What we see. 
Uh, uh, so, Candy, will the group be doing anything else, or is, is Escape going to be uh, done? Or, well, Escape or, got a lot of shows coming up. We got—I mean, it's just the three of us, and yeah. and let some time pass in space. Yeah. yeah. Well, Candy, do you think y'all will ever get together, back together again, and maybe just do a gospel album together all for y'all? Lord, well, what's going on right now? I ain't giving gospel, friend. <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, um, she says but, not giving um, gospel. Hey, you never know what could possibly happen. I just eh, right now, I don't see it. To be honest with you, but what would you say it would take for reconciliation for y'all to find just a peaceful resolve? I think it really starts with the sisters. You know what I mean? It starts with them. You know, they have to work out. They have a lot to unpack or whatever between them. And then conversations after that can be had. As far as Tasha and I, we ain't never really got along since we were kids. And just like Bray already explained to you, it's like, I'm used to this. You know what I mean? And I don't think she ever really cared when things upset me but you know it's different when it's her and her sister so if i i just feel like if the two of them figure it out then later on you know we can all have conversations but honestly right now everybody just need to take a break now, now, uh, and at the end of latasha's interview she had this to say about uh the coming uh you know coming to a resolution understanding that all of us have to be held accountable for the things that we've said and done and just communicate, you know, in, in a way where it's not the point of the fingers, but if it's something that you have to say, get it off your chest and, and just keep it moving. Because really, um, I really like to apologize because the fans don't really need this. It's all it's supposed to be about the music, um, but it's not that, you know, I and when it came down to this reality stuff, you know, I'm a singer. I'm not I'm not this reality thing ain't me. Um, try thought that it was going to be different, but not. But I would love for us to get to a resolve. You know, yeah. I've reached out to my sister. Everything like so. It's not me trying to hide anything or run away from something. It's just, I guess, time. All right, and that that was a clip. Uh, uh, Gary, Gary, give me a summary of your thoughts because you started all this mess. No, well, I just think you know. I'm glad you know. At least we heard it, and they spoke about it, and they talked to one another in a direct or indirect way. And I just think you know, we just need to pray. And I eventually know that they're gonna all get back together eventually one day. And you know, yeah, work about the time to get as old as the caravans, sure, yeah. season Dorothy Norwood. <laughs> yes, because the Supremes even got back together after Miss Ross decided to go off on a solo career when Barry Gordon pushed her off and let her go on a solo career. So they're gonna probably all get back together and do good music and they're going to be going to tours and we're going to be going to their concerts you know in our late parties so uh, 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 Brent what are your thoughts on everything uh, just this whole conversation and situation I, I think Escape because you grew up the, with them yeah I think Escape is one of the, the greatest singing groups uh, because they all sing lead they, they put on a hell of a show together um, I just hope this gets worked out between the two sisters um, because the other two, um, Tiny and Candy, will perform whether they talk or not because they're going to secure the bag. But I just hope it gets worked out because apparently Tamika has been holding this in her heart for a long time, Tamika Scott, the sister, and she's hurt by it. And I feel like, 
it's about time she's taking up for herself and not just following along with whatever her sister said. But her sister said it's vice versa. They took up for each other. So I'm not trying to go against anything they say. I just, you know, we just going to pray for them. And, and I want the sisters to make up. But this runs like really deep. Tamika Scott said this has been going on since she was a child. So maybe they need some counseling or whatever. But I just hope the best for them because we love to see them perform and we love Escape as a group altogether. It's the Morning Show. I am so excited, man, as we close out Women's History Month. Man, we are so honored this morning to have our next guest on uh, and sitting in with us this morning. Y'all, please give it up for radio, television personality, and the founder, uh, chairwoman of Urban One, the one and only, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kathy Hughes. Miss <laughs> H. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing good. Who all's there with you this morning? I got a oh, yeah. oh, everybody's here. Gary with the T, DeBrat, Maria Moore, uh, Special K, Beyonce, Melody, the you producers. You got the whole crew out for me. The whole crew. The whole crew. I love it. I got to start, though. Uh, uh, Richie, I got to get back to you. I got to tell DeBrat how proud I am of her. All right. I'm a big, big, big fan. That's the example of love that I've ever witnessed. Thank you, Girl, you just, Thank you. Oh, you just making my heart sore. And I know I'll have to fight Missy Elliott and Lil' Kim and about 50 other sisters, but I want to be the godmother. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm applying for the job now. You tell everybody else to stand down. Yes, okay. ma'am. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you and Judy. I can just, I, I'm telling you, it just brings me a, a big smile every time I see a new post. Thank Congratulations. you so much. Thank you. Best example of love I've ever seen. Now, Mr. Smiley, back to you. I apologize, but I had to get back <laughs> in make sure she was there and I had a bad connection. I couldn't tell if I was hearing her or not. Hello oh. everybody else. Hey, Gary, I, know got, I know you got the key. Yes <laughs> ma'am. And <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, uh, 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 Miss Ms. H, we, I mean like can you talk about your humble beginnings uh, and your time at KOWH in Omaha, Nebraska which led to Howard University. Uh, well, Omaha, you know, we grew up on what was then called country and western, okay? And we never thought having a black radio station in Omaha, Nebraska was even a possibility. And so I kind of say I started at the top because my first job in radio was as an owner. I was an investor in the first black-owned radio station in Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, everything kind of, you know, grew from there. But I said, you know, it's a, a good starting point when you start off uh, being an owner. But the thing was, we just knew how to buy the station. We had to all learn how to run it. And we didn't, after we paid the money for to buy it, we didn't have any money for staff. So we all became the volunteer staff. So that's really how I learned uh, radio It's from the top down. Wow. Well, Ms. Hughes, as we've talked about Women's History Month and all the great women who are breaking barriers, how do you feel when you just step back and look in the mirror and look at the media conglomerate that you've built from the ground up here at Urban One? I feel uh, humbled. I feel like I'm still a work in progress. I feel that um, while 
there are a lot of women who've had some incredible opportunities. I don't think I've opened the door wide enough for women owners of facilities. We've got, you know, women owners. No, we, you know, we've got women owners of, um, you know, uh, uh, production companies. We've got women owners of their own entities. But in terms of, you know, part of what fascinates me so much about Judy's story is that this sister is an owner. She's in charge of what uh, hair care products come out. She's in color, in charge of the color of the packaging. She's in color, uh, in charge of the color of the individuals promoting her products. Ownership is really the key, no matter what industry you're in. And if you notice, when Viacom decided, Viacom decided that they weren't getting any of the Black Lives uh, Matter hmm. dollars. So they decided that they were going to sell 51% of the company of BET to now. a black owner. Okay, mm-hmm. a black owner, because they wanted to cut into the little bit of money that uh, us black owners are finally getting. Yes. But just look at the list of people. Did you see any women on that list? Tyler no, Perry, ma'am. Byron I did not. Staff, <laughs> Bobby Smith. Okay, all right. All not. these brothers lining up to help Viacom take money, you know, away from black-owned media mm. uh, because, you know, they were making enough with BET because BET is very expensive. Those, uh, you know, shows that have, uh, you know, improved considerably over the last several decades from the music videos that were just basically uh, video strip shows, to be very honest about it. Okay, the first time, okay, sisters start twerking. It was on BET. Come oh, on Lord, Miss H. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's next well, for you, Miss H? What's next for you? <laughs> I would like to, uh, I would pray that God would help me open the door wider for more women owners, particularly my sisters, women of, you know, African descent. I'd like to see some sisters owning some networks. I'd like to see some sisters, you know, really opening doors. You know, it, it, it's one thing. To, to to be an employer. It's another thing to be the owner because not only are you the employer, but you're also the decision maker. So what is to try to open this door wider in terms of ownership? You know, a lot of people did not realize that Oprah had a branding deal with Discovery, very much like what Magic Johnson has. And now that you see that she's working basically for CBS, you realize that even Oprah didn't own own. Right. Okay. He had a significant stake in it. But when, you know, I get offers oftentimes to do this or that for another network. I can't because I own Urban One. You know, right. I can't right. go to another network and be a competitor to that which I have investors, you know, vested in my, um, and particularly being the chair of a public corporation. But once you start seeing Oprah do stuff on, um, you know, CBS and other networks, you realize that, hey, you know, what's going on with OWN? How can she definitely, how can she be in direct competition with herself? Because it wasn't herself. Right. OWN is owned and was by discovery. So my well, future, I pray, is to empower more women to become entrepreneurs and yes. to own their own operations, particularly in the communications industry. And we and we believe you because every time we get paid every two weeks we look down in that corner and we, <laughs> right. and we see your name signed Amen. right there on that paycheck, Miss H, and we thank you. Thank and we you. thank God for you. It makes and we, 
yeah, big difference. Big difference between, you know, I often say people like, well, you know, do you see, you know, a difference between yourself and Oprah? Because Oprah is somebody I look up to. What she has done with her resources to help people of color is just outstanding. Nobody matches Oprah's uh, uh, record. But I say the main difference between me and Oprah, besides a few billion dollar difference, okay, is that I've always worked for Kathy Hughes. That's the only person I've ever worked for my entire life. And it makes a difference in how you see things and how you operate when you have been self-employed your entire adult life. I haven't worked for anyone since I was 14 years old. I went into business for the first time when I was still a teenager, lied about my age, got myself a little loan, set up my little business. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, all right, y'all. So now we're talking to the founder and chairwoman of Urban One, the first lady of Radio, Miss Kathy Hughes. Now, Miss Kathy, now you're such a staunch supporter of the Piney Woods School in Piney Woods, Mississippi. So can you talk to us about the school and why it is so important to you? It's so important to me because my grandfather, my mother's uh, father, started in 1909, and it's still in operation. We still have a vibrant student body. At one time during my grandfather's day, it was K through junior college. Uh, 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 two presidents, my granddaddy, quite frankly, stayed too long at the party. He stayed there till he was almost 100 years old. So the people who came after him to run the school had different ideas, and one of those ideas was to shrink it. We're now trying to expand it again. Our president was a student at Piney Woods all the way through Harvard, classmate of Barack Obama, presidential appointee. And we were able to convince him to tell President Obama that he was going to have to resign his commission and go back to Mississippi and save this school and build it back. I want it once again to be K through junior college. But we have been in, in the business of education for a very long time. Our kids all, we have 100% college placement. All of our students go to college. And uh, we send them to some of the best HBCUs in the nation, some of the best Ivy League schools in the nation, as we did with President Will Crossley. We have 150 kids. Uh, none of whom, not one of them, pays school tuition. We have a few that pay a little uh, uh, portion of it. But basically, we educate these children. Uh, I just wish that uh, I were uh, 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 able to do what Oprah has done. Oprah has educated so many young people. But, uh, you know, if she's doing it, if I'm doing it, Robert Smith is doing it, then we will see a different day in our community when we take our resources that God blesses us with and reinvest them in particularly our future generations. All right, Ms. H. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on with us this morning. Uh, Ms. H., let everybody know how they can follow you and uh, how, how they can also help with Piney Woods, uh, with, uh, Piney Woods School. It's P-I-N-E-Y-W-O-O-D-S School, Piney Woods School. Please go online. You can make a contribution. Um, uh, <laughs> I am Kathy Hughes is how you can follow me on um, social uh, media. My staff came up uh, with that name. They started off with... Uh, urban media maven me though led the questioning what is a maven <laughs> okay i was like who in the world is that so they changed it uh you know uh, my uh, id to i am kathy hughes but uh it's more important 
to our future and to me personally if you would follow Pinewood School and uh, be of assistance, even if you don't send them but a dollar. Okay, send them $5. Send them a contribution, please, because we have these students who are all bright. Okay, all they are chosen based on their um, uh, ability uh, and, and history of learning. Uh, but they have special circumstances either, uh, and all of them do not come from impoverished backgrounds. Some of them are the children of people who engage in illegal activities, and they have plenty of money. They arrived with $15,000 diamond studs in their ears, and we had to explain to them no jewelry. Okay, uh, everybody wears a uniform, and what we're going to do is cultivate your mind. And any help that any of the um, uh, Ricky Smiley family members can uh, participate in helping us, we appreciate that uh, very much. But, Ricky, before I leave, my number one question to you always is, where is my meal that you've been promising me now? Your first date. I, listen, I don't tell me that BS about, yes, I told you I wanted to put my feet under your table, but I also learned that you've been ma- mailing food to your staff. Okay. Who? <laughs> what? Please don't do me like that. If you can figure out how to FedEx their food, you can't figure out how to FedEx mine. Get them, Miss H. Okay. Brad, don't do that. I'm Miss H. I'm injured. Miss H, he made some. He made some dressing, Miss H. And See, don't, don't do that right now. <laughs> he sent it to me yesterday, Miss H. Brett, I never. I bet I won't send you nothing else, Miss H. Does does. Miss H, y'all give it up. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Brett being messy, uh, I'll deal with her later. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for the one and only, the founder, the owner of Urban One, the one and only Miss Kathy Hughes. (laughs) Front page coming up next. All right, Rick, around the morning show. Hey, I got the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Friday headlines. We saw this coming, and Donald Trump has been indicted on criminal charges for his role in paying hush money to porn star Stormy Daniels to keep silent about an affair. Now, Trump denies the affair and is now the first U.S. president to face criminal charges. He's expected to turn himself in for arraignment in Manhattan on Tuesday. In other news, a federal judge in Texas has issued a ruling that prevents the Biden administration from requiring insurance companies to provide patients with free screenings for serious diseases, including cancer, diabetes and heart disease. The ruling is a nationwide injunction and takes effect immediately. Sources in the insurance industry told The New York Times that insurers are unlikely to make immediate changes to their plans without notice. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is expected to appeal the decision. Lastly, homebuyers saw another week of falling mortgage rates, with the average rate dropping last week for the third week in a row, according to data from Freddie Mac released on Thursday. The 30-year fixed-rate mortgage averaged 6.32% in the week ending March 30th, down from 6.42% the week before. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at hey, news. Hey, uh, Maria. Yes. Hey, this just in. Uh, a jury finds Gwyneth Paltrow not at fault. So... Uh, that guy tried to sue her on that on that ski slope. Oh yeah. Uh huh. She so she one. was found not at fault. I think we're trying to sue her for like three hundred thousand or something like that. But uh, not at fault. Not guilty. She don't have to pay anything. So 
Yeah. Go. All right. right. Yeah. Well, she was pretty adamant about her innocence. So definitely a uh, uh, good news for her. Of course, you can check out more on these stories and other headlines at rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? I'm about to tell ya. NCAA March Madness Final Four tips off this weekend. The men will be in Houston, Texas, San Diego State, Florida Atlantic University, and then Miami plays UConn. Man, it'll be dope. If Florida Atlantic and Miami matched up in a championship, an all-Florida championship, dog. I like Miami, boy. Miami balled. They some dogs, man. They some straight dogs, man. So uh, I'll be in Dallas hanging out at the women's Final Four. LSU, Virginia Tech, South Carolina, and Iowa. That's going to be a man. Both games are going to be dog fights, man. Because you got the outside shooting of Iowa featuring Caitlin Clark out there. With South Carolina, they got three six-five players with Don Staley and all them, man. So that game starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Central. Um, and then LSU, Kim Mulkey, that whole Angel Reese, uh, uh, Alexis Morris, all of them, man. They got some dogs as well. So it's going to be some good matchups this weekend. You know who I thought was going to go to the Final Four? Who's that? These nuts. I knew he was going to say that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm going to go ahead and get that to you, dog. <laughs> My Technically, wide, that would be the final two. Both of them. Steph Curry and Under Armour, they extended their contract with each other. Potential lifetime agreement equivalent to what Michael Jordan did with Nike. Steph is also named president of the Curry brand of products with uh, Under Armour. The deal could end up being worth more than what he's made in his entire NBA career, over $300 million. Big up for Steph right there. Last but not least, uh, Chicago Bulls' Andre Drummond is going off the grid. He's uh, going to improve his mental health. He's quitting social media, changing his phone number to free his mind, and challenging anyone else battling similar issues to do the same thing. I caught myself focusing on the wrong things, you know, allowing, you know, my everyday life to, you know, stress me out and not really taking care of myself first and worrying about others before myself. And, you know, that mental aspect of your life that you need to take care of due to, you know, whatever you're going on, it doesn't have to be a bachelor part, just an everyday person. You know, you need that time to yourself to really just process and, you know, focus on you. Because when you don't, it's, you know, it can it can really take you down. Pimp it. Follow me on social media at Rock T Holla. Let's talk sports, man. Brad got the hot spot. Hey, the hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. So hot, yeah. Ooh, yeah, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, the same as me about the Ubi. Celebrate Women's History Month through conversations and stories on the Urban One Podcast Network. To listen, go to Apple Podcasts or UrbanOnePodcast.com. Brad, good morning. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, according to reports, Gail King signed a $12 million contract with CNN, making her the highest paid employee with the network. The network is reportedly struggling with their lowest ratings in decades, and they believe that the media mogul can assist with additional viewers. Now, CNN, CNN is reportedly uh, granted the CBS Morning Host at least $12 million per year to go on air for one hour every week. Dang. Reports come before the 68-year-old claimed that she had no intentions on leaving CBS Mornings anytime soon. She said, let's just say I have two years left on my contract with CBS and I have no intentions on leaving CBS. Boy, I should have pulled up on her when I had a chance. What? (laughs) Congratulations to you, Miss Lady. Oh, my goodness. I had a shot. Uh, For one hour a week? 
Twelve million per year. I should have pulled up on (laughs) you. Bro, you had a shot. You had a shot, bro. And got me a honey pack and pulled mm-hmm. up on Gail King. God. <laughs> show me that show me look all that bad. Oh, man. These EBT hey, Gail, I done got over that COVID situation. <laughs> 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 I done got over what you said. We good. Oh, my boy. goodness. Y'all so silly. Well, let me let y'all know that Michelle Rodriguez does not want to appear anymore in any of the Avatar sequels. The Fast and Furious actress told Vanity Fair that she told director James Cameron he could not bring her Avatar character back from the dead because it's happened three times in her career and the fourth time will be an overkill. This comes after many fans started a petition for her return so she will not be coming back her avatar won't be coming back and she made it clear with james cameron the director please do not bring her character back all right y'all we're gonna wrap up the hospital on that note but you can catch me and my beautiful wife the real bb judy in dallas texas tomorrow as sally beauty doing a meet and greet for kaleidoscope by the brat from 11 a.m to 2 p.m come check us out we hugging and kissing and signing autographs and taking pictures and all that so we appreciate the love from everybody and coming up next, we got Tiffany West from Gilead. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Now, this is the third time we've had the pleasure of speaking with Gilead's Advancing Health and Black Equity team. On with us today is a representative from Gilead Sciences, Miss Tiffany West. Gilead is known for its scientific innovation in HIV and breast cancer and more. But you're here to talk about improving minority health. April, we're kicking off National Minority Health Month. What do we need to know about the state of minority health in America, specifically black Americans? Good morning. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. You know, at Gilead, our purpose is to make the world a healthier place for all people. That means using our scientific innovations for all communities, specifically the black community, um, to ensure that we are helping remedy the health inequities and barriers to care that many people in our communities face. Um, We created the Advancing Health and Black Equity team to lead our company's efforts to make bold commitments to health equity um, and also address racial injustice. Um, That means taking actions to dismantle health inequities, eliminate barriers to care, and create a more just society. Um, We know that despite the fact that George Floyd was murdered almost three years ago, and that many companies have made uh, billion-dollar commitments, the black community is still behind on leading health and wealth indicators. And we know health, wealth is health. Um, That includes education, economic opportunities, medical racism, access to and access to resources like food, housing and transportation. And so during the month of April, we really are excited to support our community partners to really address these factors collectively so that we can address as a company, as a community, health inequities that face black Americans uh, all over the country um, through our efforts to address uh, these um, issues that are the root cause of um, the issues that we're going to uh, tackle during health, uh, health Minority Health Month. Well, Tiffany, there's a lot to be done. Now, what can we do in the community and people in the community do uh, to help address this situation with the health inequity? Great question. I think first we have to support our community organizations in the country that are addressing stigma, discrimination, and other barriers to well-being. Um, at Gilead, we are driving programs through our Advancing Health and Black Equity team and through our uh, Environmental Social Governance team to promote, to promote health system sustainability 
uh, strengthen infrastructure, provide education and financial support. I think as community members, we have to be confident in addressing uh, medical racism when we feel it and when we see it in the doctor's office. How are we using our voices uh, and our and our and our agency um, when a doctor is asking us questions um, to raise our hand and say, "Hey, I need some additional information about that." How are we supporting our loved ones as they're navigating the healthcare system? Uh, I think for us. At Gilead, um, we're not only raising awareness about disease states, but we're also raising awareness around issues around health literacy and patient empowerment and addressing issues um, related to uh, black Americans joining clinical trials. In a clinical trial setting, you're getting the most innovative medicines. And so we have to address the stigma of Tuskegee, but also understand um, and help educate our mothers, our parents, our fathers, our communities about the importance of um, accessing healthcare regularly and being great healthcare utilizers and raising our collective voices as well. Right, right. Thank you so much for that, Tiffany. And just to wrap up this conversation, um, let us know uh, what you would say we can do to make a change and how people can get more information about the great work you're doing. Uh, If you visit www.gilead.com, there's lots of information about our amazing community partners uh, all over the world that are Black-led and Black-serving. Yes. All right, man. Hey, Tiffany, thank you so much for all everything that you do. Uh, uh, y'all give it up and show your love right now for Tiffany West from Gilead. <laughs> <laughs>